When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Looking to bet on the NFL this season? There's no better place to wager than betonline.ag. From spreads to totals to player props, you can bet on anything and everything NFL at betonline.ag this season. BetOnline is the official provider of all betting lines used on the TDN Fantasy Podcast and the DraftNetwork.com. Go to betonline.ag and start wagering on the NFL, college football, and so much more right now. TDN Fantasy. The TDN Fantasy Podcast Podcast. with your hosts, Paige DeMakos, Jamie Eisner, and Jake Arians. Welcome into the TDN Fantasy Podcast. Chris Schubert, Jamie Eisner, and a very tired Jake Arians here with you. A super flex mock draft. I believe, and, and I'm sorry if I sound a little flustered because Jamie decided to throw a complete wrench in the entire working plans that I had for the show today because we're doing a super flex mock draft here. And uh, it was my assumption that we're doing multiple rounds of this mock draft yeah, here over the, over the next two days, over the next you know couple days. But Jamie comes in in the pre-show and he's like, I got this great idea for the show today. I'm not going to tell you about it. I'm going to reveal it on the show live to you and Jake. And that when, when Jamie tells me that and he's that excited, that concerns me. My, my, my radar goes up and I get scared. We're just just doing two rounds, Chris, today. Okay. Uh, we okay. have some other things planned for the second show of the week that we'll record. But uh, my idea here is I have this random name generator up right now. Okay, and you know how like we always kind of choose our order and we always know like, okay, this team, every pick, I'm just going to hit the random generator and it's going to pull up a name and we have to pick for that team. And just because you pick for the team the first time doesn't mean you're picking for the team the second time. So we're I all just going to have to react. My head hurts scenario. already. Well, yeah. it, just, it, just, it just means that I can pick a player and then Jake will have to pick for that team. And he'll be like, what? The, he'll be like, who picked that guy? And it'll be me. Yep. And it'll be great. So we'll, we'll hit things off. And we'll, we're doing this live, by the way. Uh, nobody, including me, knows the order. So no. I will click this right now. And I want to see, can I even the- share... Uh, no, Chris, you won't let me share. Oh, let me see no, if I can I share don't my give, screen. I, I don't yeah, give you those let's facts. do this. That way you can see it happening while we're doing this. So you guys can no, react in real time. All right. I'll, I'll put so it you, up can on you the see? screen. Yeah, I can, we can all see. Okay. All right. For the first pick in the Superflex draft, PPR. I hope otherwise, it's not me. It is you, Chris. <laughs> oh, Chris Schubert. And I know you guys cannot see this because this is an audio podcast, but I have oh, the names gosh. here. So they're going to react in real time. So 
with the number one overall pick in a PPR yeah. super flex draft. Chris Schubert selects. I, I Christian McCaffrey, I guess. Well, I'm not going to really, I'm not going to get too confusing here. You could consider a quarterback. It is a super flex league and I'm going to need to take a quarterback at some point, but still a PPR format. The health is not a concern. It was only a concern last year, so you can't read too much into it. He's the best player in fantasy. Uh, I, I, I know I, I, I sounded like it was going to be painful, but I, I just don't think you can go any other direction. I will take Christian McCaffrey, and I will feel very confident in my selection. I, I agree, Chris. That, that's still where I would go. He's still head and shoulders when healthy above every other running back on the roster or in the fantasy football options for you, so you still have to take him. Number one. All right, let's now, see who goes wait, number now, two. Jamie, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What if, like, it just – it might not do this, but what if it's just me every time? Like, I, Then we're going to laugh that's a lot. Then, then it, it's going to be a very interesting show then, Chris. <laughs> we're going to laugh a lot. Great. Uh, we're we'll going you... with what the what the random number cho- or random choice generator gods say, Chris. Okay, this, this, we, we might have uneven picks. You might be picking two or three times in a row. We'll see. All right, Go ready? Ahead. Pick yeah. number two goes to yeah, – great. It goes to me. And I think at this point with McCaffrey off the board, you have to go quarterback here and I'm going to take my number one quarterback. And that's Lamar Jackson. Uh, I have mentioned, I am, am I a little bit concerned that he's caught COVID twice in nine months and is iffy about whether or not he's going to take any precautions, uh, any further precautions to prevent that going forward. Sure. But I still think to me, his rushing upside, as I've explained on the show before, particularly if he plays a full season is massive. Uh, I'm not expecting him to put up a ton of, a ton more passing numbers than we've seen before. That's not where I project. But if you just take his two-year averages as a rusher and project it out over 17 games, and it's some really stupidly good numbers, 1,200 rushing yards, eight rushing touchdowns. Last year, in the second half of the season, he was the number two quarterback in fantasy, just a fraction of a point behind Josh Allen. So he really bounced back in that second half of the season, which actually you can read about the draftnetwork.com where I talk about narratives and how the first half of the season as we've talked about on the show before, kind of defines what people think about you the next year. And people ignore strong or particularly weak second halves a lot of times. And you can read about that, the draft network, but got to go with the quarterback here. And I'm going to start with my QB one Lamar Jackson. I love that, Jamie. And I love the explanation why on the second half, man. Yeah. And it's, it's, there's a few players like that. And I would encourage you to read it. Guys like DK Metcalf, guys like Russell Wilson, guys like Lamar uh, for different reasons, guys like Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson on the positive side. I mean, people have kind of forgotten because they dictate your narrative based on what happened in the first half. But all right, let's go to pick number three. And it is me again. (laughs) Uh, Well, I still think this is quarterback territory for me. Uh, I think I need to make these next couple picks. I would consider Dalvin Cook, but uh, I can't pass up on the elite quarterback options here. So I will go Patrick Mahomes as my QB two. Probably the safest of the top three quarterbacks in the sense that we already trust what we can believe from him. Uh, my only knock on him would be I don't really love the weapons that they have there. Uh, it, it's kind of like a sneaky issue for that team. Nico Hardman as the tight, as the wide receiver two there. Not a lot of other pieces. Cornell Powell, Demarcus Robinson. Now you've got two elite talents in Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey that you love. We're nitpicking at the very top here, but I think Patrick Holmes is probably the safest of my top three quarterback rankings. It also includes Josh Allen, but I just think his rushing upside is almost like like 70 or something points fantasy-wise less than Lamar Jackson, which is the, the razor-thin difference for me. Uh, I'm going quarterback again here. Again, if McCaffrey's off the board, spoiler alert, I'm probably taking my top three quarterbacks before I go to another position. Pick number four. Please don't be me. 
It is me again. <laughs> <laughs> See? This is what you get. You come up with an idea like this, you deserve to make every pick the rest of the way. Oh, goodness. Uh, well, okay. Well, then I'll just continue my theme. Josh Allen. Uh, <laughs> I think there's a razor-thin margin between these top three quarterbacks. I think there's a bit of a gap after them. Not a huge one, but a small gap. All three of these quarterbacks have the potential to finish as the top quarterback in fantasy. You could take them, quite frankly, in any order, and I would not argue with you at all. Uh, just, I don't see any reason to believe Josh Allen's season last year was a fluke. I love the addition of Emmanuel Sanders. Again, he's probably not going to have quite as good of a season, but it doesn't have to repeat it exactly. You just got to get close in order to be in contention to be a top quarterback in fantasy. And Josh Allen was a quarterback that was in that top eight conversation even before he progressed as a passer, just because he's essentially the goal line back in Buffalo the way they use him. So uh, I, I think they're going to have to throw it just as much as they have been before because they're not going to have a choice. And this is a team with Super Bowl contention and Super Bowl aspirations. It has to do whatever they can to win. So that would be me. And this is how the top four would go in my order as well, even though I got to make three of the picks. But it would be McCaffrey and then your top three quarterbacks, and that's how I would round out the top four. Now, pick five better not be me. Let's go. Hey, it's Chris. Jake doesn't get to play on the show. <laughs> Jake, Jake is just watching. Jake is just a, uh, just just a bystander standards. at the moment. <laughs> Just stayed in bed. So, right. All right, Chris. Well, an interesting one now. Pick five. So the top three quarterbacks are off the board. The top running backs are. off the board. Do you it's go with true. the consensus RB2 here? Do you go with one of the other quarterbacks? What would you do in this scenario? I, we're not going to take either of the quarterbacks because I do agree with you that I think there's a little bit of a tier distinction here because I think the next two quarterbacks that we're all discussing are uh, Dak Prescott and Kyler Murray, right? And I, either one of those guys in that order, I think, are the two quarterbacks that we would be talking about here. Are we? You've, you should check out my new updated quarterback rankings, Chris. All right, so we'll... we'll, we'll just drop today. But yes, most people would be discussing those two quarterbacks. All right, thank you I for just... I have another quarterback der- above those two now. Derailing my point, but okay, those are, those are some of the names that we're considering. But I do think there is a tier break here in which now you're not getting one of those top three quarterbacks. If you're a team that, that is picking in this spot and you've watched all this talent go off the board, you feel like, okay, I got to get a stud. I got to get somebody that I know that I can consistently get a ton of points. And you're picking here in the middle, five, the five, six spot here in a 12-team league. I'm going to go a little off the board. This is going to surprise, I think, Jamie in particular. I want to go with, uh, give me the high floor guy. I want to know that on a weekly basis, I'm going to have a decent amount of points. Derek Henry is the pick here. Oh, okay. That's not that far off the board. I I thought you were going like Travis Kelsey here. No, but I'm leaving. I'm leaving Dalvin Cook, who's who's probably the RB two here. I'm leaving him out there, and and I'm picking Derrick Henry because I want that floor, and I'll take that second half of the season boost when he just goes off in the second half of the year. Uh, but Derrick Henry will be the pick here for me at number five. Interesting. Interesting. You did right, say PPR, pick didn't you, Jamie? I did say PPR. I would not. So I, would I know what Henry, I did here. I, I would not take. Cook, I would not take Henry over Cook. But that's. I, I'm not going to yell at you for taking Derrick Henry. It's also you not your I mean? pick, so you don't get to yell at me wow. anyway. I mean, he's, you know what? That's a great point. That's okay. a phenomenal point, Chris. Well, it's also hopefully not my pick here at number six. It is Jake. Jake finally gets to Woo-hoo! appear on the show. Top three quarterbacks and two running backs off the board. Is this pick Dalvin Cook, Jake, or are you going somewhere else? This pick is easily Dalvin Cook. Uh, my guy from a few years ago, I got him in one league last year. He didn't disappoint. I love the fact that the older he gets, the better he's staying healthy. I think he's becoming a better player, smarter player. I love that he's the focal point in that entire offense, even though they do have good receivers. And it is PPR. He is heavily involved in the passing game. Big plays. That's where a lot of his big plays come from. I think this one's easy, especially at six. Yeah, no, I I love him here. Uh, I would have taken him at five, but as Chris so eloquently put, it wasn't my pick. So I couldn't. 
Pick number seven here. Things get a little bit more interesting now with the top three running backs and top three quarterbacks off the board. It is Jake. Jake gets to pick back-to-back picks here. So you kind of have the wide open board here. You have the Alvin Kamaras of the world. You have Devontae Adams as a top receiver, Travis Kelsey, top tight end. Uh, some of the other quarterbacks that Chris mentioned, you know, which path do you want to go here? I think this one's pretty easy too. It's Devontae Adams. I, I think the F, FU tour continues. I don't think Green Bay is 13 and four, 14 and three. I think they're going to be solid, but I think the Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, FU tour continues. I don't know that he's going to sign anything big there. I, I, you guys know I love when superstars are playing for money. And he is a superstar. He said he's not signing unless he's the highest paid wide receiver in the league. He's going to put up those kind of numbers. I think he's the number one fantasy receiver. And I don't think it's even close to the second tier who's behind him. Uh, I love this one. I mean, you're talking about 100 catches easily, 1,000 yards easily, touchdown monster in the red zone. I think I'm going to take – and I'm not a big guy on taking receivers this early. He is just that special. And I think this year continues that. Yeah, he's the only wide receiver I have projected to score more than 20 points per game this year. Uh, and if he does put together a full 17-game season, um, which will be, you know, he's always misses a game or two here and there. Yeah. I think his true greatness will really be realized for fantasy purposes. He always misses a game or two, so people kind of, they don't forget, but they don't. I don't think they understand the gap between him and wide receiver two. It's not quite McCaffrey to running back two, but it's close. And I just if yeah. he ever plays a full slate of games, people will really appreciate what Devontae Adams does right before he leaves. All right, now we're up to pick number eight, and it is Chris Schubert is back on the clock. Chris, you've got a couple running backs here. You've got the top tight end. You've got those two quarterback names that you've mentioned before. What are you doing right now here at pick eight? Yeah, I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't know what I'm doing. It's great here. content, Chris. Um. No, I'll, I'll walk you through the thought process, though. I'll take you through the, the conversation. Peek inside the is. mind of yeah. radio, so of the hype train. I am Kyler Murray and Dak Prescott, who, we, who I mentioned before when making the Derrick Henry pick, are still the, the, two quarterback, the two quarterbacks that I look at. I don't think I'm interested in taking either one of them here with this pick. So I, I'm, I'm putting them to the side. So now it becomes a conversation of, am I going to take Alvin Kamara? Am I going to take Aaron Jones? Or am I going to take Travis Kelsey? Those are the three names that have kind of boiled this selection down to. I have, I think, mentioned many times on this show the concerns that I have about what the New Orleans Saints offense is going to look like and what that does to Alvin Kamara's production on the regular basis. Aaron Jones has his quarterback back in Green Bay. That's certainly a boost for him. We all know what Travis Kelsey is going to do. Give me another running back. Give me Aaron Jones here with this with this selection. If I was power Damn ranking you. them, it's Jones, Kelsey, and then... Um, Kamara. Uh, Kamara, but I'm going to go with Aaron Jones. I think there was some concern there during the during the portion of will he or won't he with Aaron Rodgers playing in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is back. There is zero concern of what Aaron Jones's role in that offense is with Aaron Rodgers. They still, even though even though they made a nice little trade for Randall Cobb, they have not upgraded that wide receiver and pass catching game to the point where I think that's going to diminish Aaron Jones's role in this offense. I am extremely confident in taking Aaron Jones here with pick number eight. Finishes the top five running back in fantasy each of the last two years. And as I continue to say for more than a year now, he's essentially the wide receiver two for the Packers mm -hmm. in the way that they use him. So I, I like the pick a lot. Um, pick number nine goes to me. Uh, and I'm going to take the running back you left on the board there. And that's Alvin Kamara. Um, I still have some concerns about what the quarterback situation is going to look like. And as I mentioned on the big, show before, big, big concerns. 
Yes, because we've seen massive split differences with Drew Brees. He's averaged more than 20 fantasy points per game. So I'm thinking on the 21 point range uh, with Teddy Bridgewater when he in that five game stretch when he was a starter a couple years ago, he was in the 19 ish fantasy points per game range that dropped below 15 when Taysom Hill was a starter at times last year. So I think there's a significant difference, whether it's a Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill. And either one of those is going to be a downgrade for Alvin Kamara from the volume that he saw with Drew Brees. So I do have some concerns. I'm They're alleviated a bit getting him this late in the first round. I'm not as worried about it, but this is why I say I think there's a gap when you talk about like Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, and Dalvin Cook down to that next tier because I think you're taking a little bit more risk with Alvin Kamara than you have at any other point uh, since he's basically burst onto the league as a rookie. So I'd have a little bit more concern about him than I normally would in a given year, but at number nine, I am more than happy to take him here. Pick number 10 is me. So I'm back on the clock here. This one gets really interesting to me, and I think I'm, I'm going to surprise you with who I go here. Um, I'm going to go with Tom Brady. And this is the name that's kind of hopped over some of these other quarterbacks for me and hopped over Dak, who now is dealing with a shoulder injury, and over Kyler Murray, who's dealing with not being very good at camp. Um, I, I, there's a razor-thin margin between a couple of those guys, but I, I, look at, <laughs> I look at the weapons that are around Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. I know they're going to try to run the ball more next year, but this, this team is going to throw the ball a ton because they have all of the weapons. They're going to be highly successful at it. I love what he's able to do this year. I love that Antonio Brown is playing at a level that looks similar to where he's played in the past. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are studs. You've got Gronk. You've got O.J. Howard coming back. You've now got a better pass catching back in Giovanni Bernard on the roster. I think this is going to be another monster season for Tom Brady. You want to talk about high floor guys that I'm not worried about having some step backs. I don't have to worry about a potential reset of an injury or poor play like you saw, by the way, Kyler Murray's second half of last year was pretty poor as well. And I discussed him in detail in that article uh, that I've already mentioned on the show. Uh, so my new QB4, my updated rankings that you can see in the draftnetwork.com is Tom Brady. And I'm going to take him here at pick number 10. Gives us two picks left here in the first round, Jamie, 11 and 12. And so far, the pick distribution has you've picked five times. I've picked three. Jake has picked twice. And you're picking again here, Chris, at number 11. But you kind of stole my thunder because you took a quarterback and I was going to go on this big long rant of if you're picking here with one of these final three picks, I think this is the perfect time to snag one of those quarterbacks in that tier that we mentioned. And you proceeded to kind of somewhat bash the quarterback that I was considering taking here. But I'm going to take him anyway because I think it's good value here at pick number 11 in this super flex format. You know he's going to get you some rushing touches as well and those rushing touchdowns are going to matter. I'm going to take Kyler Murray here at pick number 11. Again, we're doing a snake-style draft here. So this this 11th team is going to come right back around. I don't know if I'm making the pick for this team. That's going to be the big question mark. So apologies to both of you if I have messed up what you want to do with this team when it comes back around to you. But I think when looking at the, the positional depth here, I think taking the quarterback here and then getting a wide receiver or a running back when this flips around here, uh, when we get to round two is important. I think if you do it the other way, you run the risk of potentially Kyler coming off the board here and you not getting your guy. So uh, I'll take Kyler Murray here with this pick and, and, and this team now has their, their quarterback for the, for the year. Pick number 12, the last pick of the opening round belongs to Jake. So it's interesting group of players now uh, that are still available. You've got Travis Kelsey, a top tight end, Zeke, Jonathan Taylor, running back, or your pick of the next group of wide receivers, which has, you know, Stephon Diggs, Tyree Kill, A.J. Brown, Calvin Ridley. Or you can reach down to some of the other quarterbacks available like Tannehill, Wilson, and Dak. So where are you going here, Jake? Might have really been made easy for me. 
I mean, Dalvin Cook left on the board at five, piece of cake. Devontae Adams, we talked about a, way a step above all the rest of the receivers. This is easy. It's still Travis Kelsey. To get him here, this is monster value. You talk about high floor guys. The, the floor and the ceiling is damn near next to each other because every week he puts up catches numbers. This is a PPR format. He's still the number one dude. Tyreek Hill flashes, and he shows, and he hits these big, big spikes. Travis Kelsey is the number one guy there. That's the chemistry with Mahomes, their best friends. Those numbers aren't going anywhere. He plays every week. He's a warrior. He wants to be great. He's a superstar. This one's easy for me again. I guess it's like the one neon light glaring thing left on the board. You could go other directions. Wide receiver two is probably starting to sneak in here. You could look at Dak. But to me, this is a neon light flashing, like enter here. This is Travis Kelsey. Yeah, Absolutely. him still being on the board, I think, is is makes this pick uh, relatively easy. There are, some, there are some interesting names still on the board here. And really now that are. we know that we're, we're not picking for the same teams or potentially not picking for the same teams, I think it creates some, some chaos here in the second round. Because I'm here to tell you, I know what I want to do with my Kyler Murray pick. I know the player I'd like to pair him with, but I don't know if I'm going to get the opportunity to do it. We'll see if you do. But before we do that, let's uh, give a quick reset here and break down. Here's how the first round of this went out. Uh, Christian McCaffrey went pick number one, Lamar Jackson, number two, Patrick Mahomes, number three, Josh Allen, number four, Derrick Henry, number five, Dalvin Cook, number six, Devontae Adams, number seven, Aaron Jones, number eight, Alvin Kamara went ninth, Tom Brady, 10th, Kyler Murray, 11th, and Travis Kelsey rounded out the top 12 of the first round. And let's circle right back around. So Jake had this pick last time. Let's see who gets it this time. Who will be paired with Travis Kelsey? It is me. I get to make the choice here. Uh, I'm going to go with the top player left on my board, and that's Zeke. Uh, I still think he's in line for a really strong season as long as Dak Prescott is healthy. Uh, it, you start to look at some of the other running backs, and they're particularly once you get past Jonathan Taylor, who's got a little bit more questions now with Quentin Nelson and Car- Carson Wentz out. Uh, I, I still like Zeke a lot. Um, I, I love the idea of going Elliott and, and uh, Kelsey here. Give yourself that still RB1 caliber player. You also have got the top tight end and really an elite pass catcher if he was in the wide receiver category as well here. You're going to have to work the next two rounds. are going to have to be quarterbacks for this team if you really want to be able to compete. You have to know that. But I'm more than happy with working out my wide receiver position later on with the depth that there's there, knowing I have a true RB1 and the tight end one on my roster. I just know my next go around where I pick back-to-back, they're going to have to be those quarterbacks. Next up, pick 11. Now, this is the one you want, please, Chris, right? You know, please, you know what the pick you please, want to pair please, with Kyler Murray. Please. Dun, dun. Yes. Look at that. Yes. Let's go. So, Kyler Murray is my QB1. I need a true RB1 to pair him with. And listen, there are some names still on the board. Jonathan Taylor. I'm a little concerned about Sam Ellinger getting first team reps at, at training camp. That concerns me a little bit about what he this got Colts the, offense. like the last set of reps okay. today. He, he still got them. They still count. Okay. So I'm a little concerned about that. You took Zeke, but it's okay. Cause you didn't take the, the, the running back that I had top of my board. He give me the man who just signed a new contract extension in Cleveland. Give me Nick Chubb to like pair it. with Kyler Murray. Listen, I think, <laughs> We know what the situation and the, 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 the dynamic is in Cleveland with this running back room, but they just paid Nick Chubb. So Nick Chubb's role is not going to change. His, his role is not going to diminish. If anything, it's going to go in the opposite direction. They're going to do more with him. So I'm going to take Nick Chubb here, give myself an RB1. We know how good he is. Jamie, do you want to talk about the, the, the statistics of how good he is late in games? I mean, Nick Chubb is yeah. incredible. 
Yeah, he. I, I I have to look up the exact number, but he was more than twice as effective of a on a yards per touch basis in the fourth quarter than the any other running back in the NFL last year. Like, and their philosophy in the fourth stupid. quarter is going to be: we are going to run the ball, we are going to grind this game to a halt, and we are going to manage the clock. And that is where Nick Chubb is going to be able to thrive. He can break off those big runs. And I think this good is a home to run. Do it now, right? Like they're going to be, they're going to have a bunch of three and six point leads in the fourth quarter where they're going to grind it out with him. That defense is solid. I mean, I think that stat alone puts him ahead of a lot of these other guys. You keep talking about you, Chris's hype train is, is awful rational today, Jamie, with these high four is. guys, right? This is, this is getting a little thank weird you. for me, but I love thank that. You, thank you. Thank I mean, you. Thank the, you. The one yeah. I guess with like Henry overcook was a little, little hype yeah. trainy, but, 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 he did, know, but it's not crazy. It's not crazy. Uh, uh, once again, I will refer you to my previous statement. It was my pick. So I, it, Indeed it was. So now let's see whose pick this one is. Uh, this is Team 10. They took Tom Brady in the first round. And Jake Arians gets to pair Tom Brady with somebody. Uh, and wow, look, at how this, look how this worked out. A lot of wide receivers. Jonathan Taylor still on the board, as we've mentioned before. But pretty much uh, the wide receiver, too, is in play here. Uh, so where are you going to go? Or, or are you going to pair him with another quarterback here? There is going to be, I imagine, at some point here, there could be a quarterback-quarterback mix, which gets really interesting in a Superflex league. But where are you going with, Jake? Who are you pairing your boy Tom Brady with? I don't like the options other than I love the <laughs> fact that Dak is still on the board. And I kind of want to go, we're going to throw for 12,000 yards in my group here, and we're going to go quarterback-quarterback, which is really weird for me. Go. I don't love any of the other options. I could go Jonathan Taylor, but I got major concerns of what that team's looking like. They just gave, look, I love Darius Leonard, but $100 million for a middle linebacker? I'm not sure what's going on in Indy in a lot of different ways. I'm going to ride it out with the two guys that are going to be fighting each other for the passing NFL yards lead and maybe the all-time record this year. I love the the biggest reason. I love the weapons they both have. You talked about Tom Brady and Antonio Brown looking like he did five years ago. I mean, I think Dallas is probably second when you're talking about the amount of guys. I think Dak is just going to sit back in the pocket in the shotgun. I don't think you're going to see him moving a lot on this leg. I think there's a lot of dink and dunk. I think a lot of CD Lamb underneath and then take some shots. I love what I think we're going to see out of him. And it's, it's all passing yards, but that's what Tom Brady is as well. Oh, yeah. and But that's all you need. And that's a great way to start. And you're going to have – you know, I, I don't hate that at all. Uh, because you're going to put yourself in a really strong position. You're going to have an advantage at your QB1 and flex most weeks. And so that's a really exciting pick there. Pick number nine to see who's going to pair with Alvin Kamara, and it is me. I get to make this pick. Uh, I'm still – and I've gone back and forth on this one, and I'm eyeing some of the quarterbacks here as well. But I'm going to go with just the the classic RBRB stack here, and I'm going to take Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I do have some concerns for him, and I did knock him down my rankings. He's dropped – uh, to number nine overall for me in my in my regular in my regular PPR leagues, he is number fourteen overall in my superflex rankings. But I get him here at what fifteen or sixteen, so I'm happy to grab him in this spot. Um, I'm more concerned about Nelson's injury than Wentz's in terms of just direct Jonathan Taylor production. Although hopefully it looks like Nelson's going to be back probably sooner than Wentz. At least that's what the reports look like. You're going to need to get him at a value. I still think he's a first round pick in regular PPR leagues and early second round pick in super flex leagues. But yeah, there are a lot more concerns about a player that I had initially ranked as my number three overall player in RB three when we did these release a couple months ago. So, uh, but I'm going to go with the traditional RB stack here and go Camara and Jonathan Taylor here for team nine. Team, so team eight, 10 or team eight, no, excuse me. Team sorry. Eight, and this was your pick. You picked Aaron Jones in the spot, Chris. Let's see Let's who go. gets to pick now. It is. Oh, it's beautiful. Again. It's beautiful. You love to see it. 
Um, Jamie, you've you've kind of enticed me here to do a um, running back, running back stack of my own here because there's a name that I like, but there's also a couple of good wide receivers that I might want to pair. We haven't taken Aaron. the wide receiver two yet. We are now no. at pick, what, 13, 14, 15? This is the 17th pick. We've made 16 picks, and only one wide receiver has gone. I think a wide receiver is coming off the board right now. It's going to be difficult for this player to replicate the season that he had a year ago, but there's nothing about it that I don't think isn't repeatable because his quarterback just signed a massive contract extension, and that offense is is just fun. It is fun to watch. So Aaron Jones, make some room. Stephon Diggs joining the squad. That will be my selection here. Again, he had a fantastic season last year in Buffalo. It's going to be hard to replicate those kinds of numbers. But as we've talked about on this show, and I believe we talked about it when we did the, the wide receiver rankings release the first time, is it, there's nothing about it that we don't think isn't repeatable. Like we look at this and we think he can put up those similar numbers this season. And, and I think a, a good part of, of, and this is a good exercise when you looked at my projections, I don't have him projected to repeat what he did last year. But when you put it into the context of where you have everybody else's projections, I think he can finish among fantasy receivers in the same spot. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we're trying to say. I don't think he's going to put up the exact same numbers he did last year, but I don't think his target share is going to drop at all. And I think when you look at everybody else and you look at the, the entire landscape of the fantasy picture, I expect a similar finish relative to the other players in the league as well. And I think that's important too. I think he's easily the wide receiver too. Yeah. A little bit of other guys you would consider there. Going back to what we said about Chris a minute ago with the high floor, when Jamie just said target share, these other guys, I mean, you look at Hopkins, the way he finished last year when Kyler Murray fell off, you know, there's talk about how much he practices and how much he actually cares and some of that stuff. Calvin Ridley, Tyree Kill, I mean, you got guys that will flash. I don't think you have anybody with anywhere near the floor in the production that Stephon Diggs is going to have a wide receiver too. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I mean, outside of Devontae Adams, there, there's not a higher floor. Uh, at yes. the wide receiver position, in my estimation. Speaking of Devontae Adams, we are on team number seven. And this was Jake's pick there in the first round. And I believe it is Jamie's pick now. Yes. Jamie hit the button. Jamie will be making this selection here to pair up a player with Devontae Adams. Yeah, and I really wanted to go with Nick Chubb here, but obviously you took him like a few picks prior because this is where Chubb would land kind of in my rankings. I can't go wide receiver, wide receiver here. Uh, I, I will be fully transparent that Tyreek Hill is the highest player remaining on my board, but I cannot go wide receiver, wide receiver, it, particularly in a super flex league, because now you're not only considering the, the opportunity cost lost at the running back position, but you're considering a major opportunity lost at the quarterback position. Um, and then with Nick Chubb already off the board, I'm going to go with the highest rated quarterback left on my board, and that's Ryan Tannehill. Uh, who come, he's my number 20 player in super flex leagues, but I'm expecting a really strong season from him this year. Uh, I got Julio Jones being there for whatever amount of games is going to be, is only going to be helpful for him. He's still got AJ Brown. This is still a team that's going to have to be forced to throw. I think actually a little bit more than they have in the past because of their, some of their defensive issues. Uh, it's been extremely efficient since he's taken over as a starting quarterback in week seven, two years ago. Uh, I am more than happy to take Ryan Tannehill in this spot because I'm really excited about what, again, another high floor guy that's going to be, that's in a really a, a winnable division. He doesn't have a lot of great competition there, especially now with what's going on in Indianapolis. Uh, and I do think that actually might be over 30 pass attempts per game this season, which will be a little nice boost to Ryan Tannehill's overall fantasy value. Kind of the forgotten man uh, still, even to this point. Uh, I don't know how he still continues to be underrated in fantasy, but it continues to happen. So I'm going to go, I'm going to forego that second wide receiver here, and I'm going to take Ryan Tannehill 
here. Pick number six is up. This was the Dalvin Cook spot. And now, Chris, you get to pair Dalvin Cook with hmm. somebody. Are you going to go with another wide receiver here? Are you going to go with one of the other top quarterbacks on the board? You take a running back. Where are you going to go with this spot? I think we're going to get one of these wide receivers. Um, I, I, I do think some of these quarterbacks are interesting, but I, I, I think I can get one on the way back here. I, I really do. So we, we have Dalvin Cook, and I, I, I can feel Jake like circling a name on his piece of paper that he wants me to take here in this spot, and I'm not going to do his team uh, any service here. You know what? Give me Tyreek Hill. We'll, we'll add Tyreek Hill to Dalvin Cook, and we have a, a very um, explosive combo here of guys that have big playability guys that can put up big points uh we know jamie you were talking a little bit earlier about the the chiefs offense and worrying about the weapons well if if there was one of those offensive weapons to to put all your stock into it is tyree kill in terms for fantasy you you know what you're going to get from him so uh dalvin cook and tyree kill will be the combo here for team absolute golf clap i love it Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Solid pick. Happy to help. Happy to help. All right. Final five picks here of the second round. Team five. This was where Chris took Derrick Henry over Dalvin Cook. And now Chris gets to make the next selection here as well. Who are you going with? Because who are you pairing Derrick Henry with? I kind of wanted to do the same thing I just did for, for Dalvin Cook and get him a wide receiver to pair him up with. Because if I just had that conversation about i think i can get a quarterback on the way back i, you do the I don't stack. think i don't think things change here uh no no i'm not going to do the the titan stack give me calvin ridley jamie you know how much i love calvin ridley this year i believe in the last mock draft that you and i did i took calvin ridley pretty early to your surprise uh, i'm going to continue to do it here i think it, Kyle Pitts is there in Atlanta, yes, but no Julio Jones. We know that Calvin Ridley is going to be the wide receiver one. I think he continues to flourish uh, in that offense. They are going to throw the football. Uh, so I'll go Calvin Ridley here. I will pair him with Derrick Henry. And again, I'll take a guy who, when healthy and out on the field, is going to be productive. All right, here we go. So pick number, or excuse me, team number four to pair with Josh Allen. And it is me. I get to make the choice here. Interesting, because now there's there are a couple of guys on the board here. Um, and there's really, it's, I'm going to go with the highest rated player I have left and it's still a wide receiver. And I'm going to go with AJ Brown. Uh, I still expect a monster season from Brown. He's going to lead the, the Titans in target share. And if he gets just even a few more targets, whether it's because just the team throwing a little bit more this year, he's one of the most efficient receivers in the NFL fantasy wise on a fantasy points per target standpoint. So him having a chance to get any more work is really intriguing to me. Uh, the presence of Julio Jones will make defenses, particularly over Corey Davis, will make sure that defenses don't solely focus on A.J. Brown. I'm really excited about what he can do this season. He's a top five wide receiver in fantasy for me. I think I, be- I believe I have him right now as my wide receiver four in my rankings and my updated rankings, thedraftnetwork.com. So I am more than happy to grab him in this spot to pair with Josh Allen. Uh, randomizer, can you can you get Jake involved, please? He's made one Let's pick see. in the second round. Yes, he can yes. go right here. Yes. So he gets to pair somebody with Patrick Mahomes. Hmm. Well, this is interesting because you guys put me in a little weird spot earlier with two quarterbacks, and I almost kind of want to do it again. <laughs> and I think I will. I'm going to go Russell Wilson. I'm not really sure he's my next quarterback off the board here, but I don't think Russ is getting enough love, man. They got weapons. I love the addition of the rookie that's going to play all over the place. They say it's going back through Chris Carson. We got a new offensive coordinator, but you know who's not leaving? You know who runs the building? 
you run Seattle and pretty much the Pacific Northwest, it's still Russ and probably Ciara and his on his hip. I'm going to take the combo of Russ and Ciara and go pair it up with Mahomes. Same thing I did earlier. When Jamie, you kind of teed me up for that other one. I like this. There's plenty of receivers you can get later. I don't really like a running back here. I don't think we're ready for a tight end. I think you're just going to max out the points of the flex. I think Russ has a big year. And and Jamie, this would be my can pick I run here, this, by the way, Jake. This would have been my pick. Can I run this idea by you here? Absolutely. I, I think if if you're going to do the double quarterback the way Jake did it for Brady and Prescott and now for Mahomes and Wilson, I think you have to be in this spot. I think you have to be picking either the first three or the last three of a round because you've now, yes, you've gone in a double dipping in a position and getting a quarterback, but you're coming right back around. So you're not losing a ton of value at running back and wide receiver. So Jake, you mentioned that, you know, it, maybe it's not, it's too early to get another tight end. Well, maybe in a couple of picks, uh, George Kittle makes more sense, right? And now you've now gone Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and George Kittle. We're not doing a third round, but that certainly is the way that this could play out. So I think you just increase the options at, at your disposal. You check off the box, you get you two quarterbacks, and wide receiver is still incredibly deep. Uh, running back is still deep. I think there are still a lot of good options. So I love doing this double quarterback stack if you're picking either in the first three or the last three of a 12-team round. Yeah, look, if you look at it this way, it's essentially the same thing as we talk about with the double RB stack in standard in regular drafts you know, not a non-super flex draft where it's, you give yourself a, in theory, a higher floor, although it's a lot safer in this scenario because we don't see top quarterbacks very often multiple go down to injury or severe underperformance like we see with top running backs in fantasy. So I like it a lot. Two more picks to make. Pick number two to pair with Lamar Jackson, and it is me. I am back on the clock. Uh, I'm going to give him a running back here. And I'm going to go Antonio Gibson. Uh, I, I'm now at the you point where- just the worst. I know. Uh, I, I'm at the point now where I don't. Fe- I feel like now we're we're in a new tier of wide receivers. It's still a little early for the Kittles and Wallers of the world for me. Uh, I love Antonio Gibson. Uh, I'm keeping an eye on on the toe, which seems to be more positive reports about that coming out over the last month and a half than there was earlier in the off season. But I believe that Washington's going to be in a better position this year to be winning more games more often and being able to lean on Antonio Gibson as a runner. Uh, more often in late in games than they were last year. Love what I saw at times from him. He's going to be a really, really strong back there. He's going to have some pass. He does have a little bit of pass catching upside as well because they didn't use him a ton in that category all season last year, and we know that was his calling card coming out of Memphis. So there is still some upside here. Uh, Gibson is ranked as an RB1 for me in fantasy, and I love having that opportunity to get him here uh, with what would be the 23rd overall pick here in Superflex drafts. The last pick, this was the team that I started everything off with, with Christian McCaffrey. And I'm closing us out, apparently, is what the randomizer says. So it I is. will be making this pick as well. I was kind of hoping that I wasn't going to be making this pick because as looking at the board, I don't really know what I want to do here. Um, Sa- Saquon Barkley's name is just kind of staring me in the face. I'm not going to do it, but his name is, is staring me in the face. You know what? This team needs a quarterback, and this team is picking next if we were going to continue this, and and they're going to pick the first pick in the third round so they can get a wide receiver here as well. This man is going to be playing for another team next season, and he's going to want to go out with a bang in Green Bay, and we could see another MVP caliber season from him. Give me Aaron Rodgers to pair with Christian McCaffrey. I will get this team the quarterback. The quarterback situation on the big board is getting a little tight. Their names are starting to drop. I will take Aaron Rodgers and feel extremely comfortable pairing him uh, with Christian McCaffrey. I like it. All right. So as we close this out here, 
Uh, I'm going to read back the names, and I think each of us, I want each one of us to give the highest name left on our board. So if we were picking next, who would we take? But okay. uh, round two went in in this order: Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Nick Chubb, Dak Prescott, Jonathan Taylor, Stephon Diggs, Ryan Tannehill, Tyreek Hill, Calvin Ridley, AJ Brown, Russell Wilson, Antonio Gibson, and Aaron Rodgers. That the top 24 first two rounds of a 12-team Superflex league. I, I like what we did here. Yeah. You want to know the best player available on my board? Yeah. Who who did, let's just say, regardless of team. So, just like who's the top rated player left on your board? Like, don't worry about the team's order. Like, don't worry about like it's that you're picking technically for Aaron Rodgers and Christian McCaffrey. Like, just who's the best player that we did not take? To me, I'd feel comfortable going with Saquon Barkley here. Round three, outside the top 24. This is where, this is the beginning of where I would say I'm okay with Saquon Barkley. Give me Austin Eckler. That's a great the one. Forgotten too. little mighty mouse. Like I, I still think Justin Herbert's going to have a lot of progression as a quarterback, but I think he's going to relate back to what he did most last year is dump it off or take a shot. Austin Eckler is still a PPR monster. I like Joe Mixon. I like what Chris had to say there. I still have concerns. We still have to see it. We still have to, have to be proven that he's a three down guy, that he's going to be out there that much. Their offensive line still worries me. I, I just, I mean, Austin Eckler, you see get 12 targets, in games. I mean, it's just, I don't know. He's the name, he's the name jumping off the board at me. Saquon is still on the pup list. They're saying he's probably not playing week one. I think that could linger into week four. That, that still bothers me. I think if he plays and he misses a week, I, I, you guys know how I feel about the knee. Um, I, I have mixed in, like I said, but Jamie, I'll ask you this question. Who's your top wide receiver available? Let me see my top wide receiver available at this point. I did not. I only, I only pulled my top 25 for this exercise. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't so, mean to put you on the No, spot. no, you're fine. I will look at that. That's a good point. My top wide receiver available, uh, I think it's probably Hopkins at this point. Yeah, it's Hopkins. But I, okay. I have like other running backs and stuff ahead of him. But yeah, my top wide receiver would be, would be Nuke. He's my wide receiver six. Okay. I just was curious to see where your wide receiver board uh, played out. That's it. Fantasy Super Flex Draft, our mock draft here for the beginning month of, of August, I believe. I don't want to speak for the whole show here, but I believe there are plans to do a, a mock draft kind of at the end of the month as well. So, Yeah, I mean, let, let's kind of give a little bit of a, a tip off of what we're, we're planning here for, for you sure. listeners over the next handful of weeks. Um, net, uh, at the end of the week, so I guess tomorrow, because we've recorded this on Tuesday this week. Uh, but so tomorrow's show will be we're just a ton of news and notes. There's a lot of things to discuss, a lot of training camp things, some stuff that I think is would be good conversation of. Is this something that is worth watching? Is this something worth worrying about? Is this a whole lot of nothing? Uh, because this is the very weird time of year where every day something new comes out. I.e., like Chris talked about with the Ellinger first team snaps, and everybody freaks the you know what out about every piece of information, every report, every tweet. So I think it's good to kind of resettle on some of these star players and talk about the Jamar Chases of the world and the reports coming out and everything going on in Cincinnati and some of the other players that we can discuss. And then next week is going to be all about draft strategy. So we've, we've gotten asked this a ton on social media. Like, what is your strategy? How do you approach different leagues? We got to at least you got to see a glimpse into the eyes of what we thought for Superflex. Uh, so next week, we're going to talk about auction drafts and best ball leagues and how they differ from your standard draft and what kind of strategies players you're targeting. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. And then the following week, the week of August 23rd, bold predictions. Both, both shows, we're going to break up by conferences and both shows, we're going to talk about bold fantasy predictions. 
Uh, and I'm going to have one for every single team. And then Jake and Chris are going to react to them and maybe share a few of their own as well. So, and then a, we'll wrap things up heading into week one with a two part show, a multi round PPR mock draft. We'll probably go maybe five or six rounds over the course of two shows uh, leading into Labor Day weekend, where I know there's going to be a ton of mock drafts and a ton of real drafts that are happening. Uh, and then, by the way, then at that point, we're talking week one rankings. And week That's one right. starts and sits. Like, we are not that far away. So I'm really excited for what's to come here over the next month. Boys, I'm watching football live this weekend. Yeah, so am I. I'll I'm be at Bears Dolphins. I'm going to Allegiant. I'm going to see the Death Star. Okay. I can't. It's going to be. It is. It is so exciting that football is uh, is back, and we have even if it's preseason, we still have some football to watch, and that gives us all of these talking points and all of these things to to, to keep an eye on uh, as the season gets closer. So Jamie laid out the schedule there for you of what you can expect for the remainder of the month, and and obviously if if some major breaking news happens, that is a uh, that, that that schedule is is subject to change uh, at any point depending on what happens. But that is certainly the tentative plan for the remainder of the month. Jamie, where can everybody follow you on social media? Follow me at Jamie Eisner on Twitter and at Jamie Eisner TDN on Instagram. Jake? Jake B. Arians on Twitter and Arians NFL on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at Shoe Radio, S-C-H-U Radio. You can also follow the show on Twitter at TDN Fantasy. And again, all of Jamie's recently updated rankings are now over at thedraftnetwork.com underneath the Fantasy tab. That'll do it for us today. We'll talk to everybody tomorrow. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.